Welcome to the Terry and Jesse show. I'm going to have Dr. French on the second and third and fourth segment for today. We're going to have a great show talking about two things. One, what President Biden is doing regarding his, well, he's just wanting to stop anybody from stopping people from, uh, he wants to stop people who are pro-life, okay? He's got this emergency medical care that he's trying to include to protect the right to kill unborn babies. And Dr. French will be coming on to talk about that because he's actually writing a response to that and defending life. Uh, we also have a great clip from President Ronald Reagan regarding the unborn because we got we got to protect the unborn. This is uh, it's it's a spiritual warfare going on, spiritual war going on, but they're killing the innocent. And we're going to talk about how your prayers and your efforts can help all of that. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good show on that. But let's get some gospel food into our souls. We call it spiritual food, soul food. And today's reading, for those who are brand new, we always read from the gospel of the day at Mass. And it's the gospel of Matthew chapter 23, verse 23 to 26. I'll read, Pete, I'll read it. I'll proclaim it. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You pay tithes and mint and dill and, and, and commune, and have neglected the weightier things of the law. Judgment and mercy and fidelity. Remember, judgment, mercy, and fidelity. But these you should have done without neglecting the others. Blind guides who strain out the gnat and swallow the camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You cleanse the outside of cup and dish, but inside they are full of plunder and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisees cleanse first the inside of the cup so that the outside may also be clean. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'll tell you one thing. That was some uh, preaching there that the Lord just gave us, but... You have to understand who he was speaking to, and I think the Navarre Bible Commentary does just that. And uh, the Pharisees were very scrupulous about not swallowing insects, which the law declared to be unclean, that they went so far as to, are you ready? Filter drinks through a linen cloth. Yeah, 2,000 years ago they did that. Our Lord criticized them for being so inconsistent, straining mosquitoes, being so scrupulous about little things, yet quite happily swallowing a camel, committing serious sins. Does that relate to our culture? You bet it does. Also, the commentary talks about, after reproaching the Pharisees for their hypocrisy in religious practice, <clears throat> our Lord now goes on to indict their two-facedness in the matters of morality. The Jews used to perform elaborate washings of plates and cups and other tableware in line with the regulations of legal cleansing. It's Mark chapter 7. The example he chooses suggests a deeper level of meaning concerned for that moral purity which should characterize a man's interior life. What is of prime importance is cleanliness of heart. Boy, I'll repeat that. What is of prime importance is the cleanliness of heart as an upright intention, consistency, 
between what you say and what you do. You know, I have a, uh, a comment. I say, talk is cheap. The supply exceeds the demand. And so, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So I think that gospel fits right into our culture and to each one of us. All right, let's bring the smartest guy into the room, Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Full Sheen ahead. Here it comes. He's talking on communism. What is the appeal of communism? Bishop Sheen wrote a whole book on this. He should know. He says, communism makes inroads because of the vacuum created in the Western world through its loss of faith in God. Bishop Sheen, you nailed it. It's 2022. The loss of faith in God. He says, one need only to notice the type of soul to which communism appeals in our own civilization, and one finds a suggestion of the type of civilization to which it will appeal. So Bishop Sheen, you know, talking on communism, you are the expert on it, and that's what we've lost in our culture. Can you imagine, folks, a hundred years ago saying to somebody, you know, I think that uh, homosexual uh, marriage is really a good thing, two men getting married. You know what they'd say to you? What in the world did you drink? What world are you living in? Or a hundred years ago, let's kill off all of the babies by, through abortion. They would say, you're nuts. But this is the world we're living in right now, and that's why I continue to quote Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 18. And it says, because we're in a spiritual war, if I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you do not warn them or speak out to dissuade the wicked from their evil conduct in order to save their lives, then you shall die for their sin, but I will hold you responsible for their blood. Now, I bring this up because like, the good Dr. French coming on. He doesn't need more of what I'm going to ask him to do in exposing the errors with truth, but he does it because he loves Jesus Christ and his bride, the church, and he's concerned about the salvation of souls. And I continue to say this, never worry about who will be offended if you speak the truth. Worry about who will be misled, deceived, and destroyed if you don't. Can you imagine... I mean, I, I'm going to play a little quote in a few minutes of Ronald Reagan talking about the unborn. And then ask yourself, that was 45 years ago when he spoke like that. We've been in this battle. We now have a victory with Roe versus Wade getting pushed aside. And now the spiritual warfares are even going to intensify even more. So I, I share that with you because here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio, <clears throat> we're going to continue to fight that good fight for the unborn. If anybody would like to get an interview I did on Newsmax last week on the unborn, it seems to have connected with a lot of people. You're welcome to get that. I think if, uh, well, you can actually go to our website. I believe that's on our YouTube, excuse me, that's on our YouTube channel and put down the um, uh, the talk on, on pro-life with Terry Barber. I think you'll enjoy what I had to say to a, basically a secular audience. Now, I want to also mention that this is the week we're doing matching funds for Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We've got $10,000. I think we've already raised 
twenty uh, percent of it through matching funds. So that's about two thousand uh, dollars raised. And if you want to give a donation, which I hope you will, your hundred dollar donation will become two hundred dollars. I had a five hundred dollar donation that became a thousand dollars. So it goes on up into ten thousand dollars. So if you're in a position to help us, you can go to vmpr.org. There's a click there that says matching funds, and you can give whatever you I don't care if it's $5. That means it's $10, right? So I want to thank you ahead of time just to say thank you for supporting us for four and a half years on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We've got more and more radio stations picking up our shows. And if you have a Catholic station in your neck of the woods, tell them about Virgin Most Powerful. Tell them about the Terry and Jesse show. Tell them about Bishop Joseph Strickland's show. Um, all of our shows, they're all available to all the Catholic radio stations for free. Also, this Saturday, I'll be recording an interview with Bishop Joseph, no, I won't, with Bishop Athanasius Snyder from Kazakhstan, and we'll play that on Monday so you could hear it right away. And uh, it's going to be an interesting um, interview because we're going to be talking about his book, uh, the springtime that never came. So you won't want to miss that. And again, uh, if people still want Father Murr's book, because we have him on once a month, Murder and the 33rd Degree, um, I think we're, get, we're getting our stocks in now for that. I've got one copy here, but you can get that at vmpr.org and take advantage of getting some good Catholic books that will inform you and inspire you. And again, if you become a monthly donor at $25 a month, folks, we send you hundreds of dollars worth of downloads of great people like Scott Hahn, Tim Staples, Jess Romero, all these guys that I recorded for years. I've got the digital recordings, and I send to you all those recordings every single month. And you can also just call 877-526-2151 if you'd like to do it through the telephone, we can do that. And I want to say that when we come back from the break, Dr. French will be here. We're going to talk about this uh, President Biden's executive order to protect access to killing unborn babies. It's announced by the HHS. And uh, basically, they're trying to get around the law to these states that don't want to have abortion. And so I want to pray for President Biden because it is a spiritual warfare he is a baptized Catholic, not living the Catholic faith because he's spreading error through killing unborn babies. Let's just call it for what it is. And I pray that our church leaders will love him enough to tell him the truth that objectively, if he continues to go in the way he goes, he's in his 80s, when he dies and has his exit interview, he's going to be responsible for the killing of unborn babies. I would prefer if he was in my room I tell them to repent just like me. Repent and believe in the gospel, Mr. Biden. Yes, you're the president. But I'll tell you what, when you get your exit interview, that means nothing. The most important thing is your friendship with God, living in the state of grace, calling everyone to do that. Stay with us, family. We'll be back with Dr. French at a quick break. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back. I would like to say I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was money, I'd be a billionaire. 
Our good friend, Dr. French, is filling in for Jess right now. Dr. French, thanks for joining us here at the Terry and Jesse Show. Well, thanks for having me. Always good to be on. Well, I'm glad you're here because I want to play a clip from President Reagan regarding the sanctity of life and show the spiritual warfare aspects of life in general, whether it's the unborn and then get into later in the show the issue of COVID-19 and what's happening with the CDC and how there seem to be coming along and realizing that uh, some of the things you've talked about were actually uh, with uh, immunity, things like that. We'll talk more on that. Mr. Engineer, let's play the Ronald Reagan clip about the life of the unborn. In California, some time ago, a man beat a woman so savagely that her unborn child was born dead with a fractured skull. And the California state legislature unanimously passed a law that was signed by the then Democratic governor, signed a law that said that any man who so abuses a pregnant woman that he causes the death of her unborn child shall be charged with murder. Now, isn't it strange that that same woman could have taken the life of her unborn child and it was abortion and not murder, but if somebody else does it, that's murder. And it recognizes it used the term death of the unborn child. Doctor, I wanted to bring this up because it talks about the sanctity of life. If we were here 100 years ago and we talked about killing unborn babies the way we're doing it now, they would think you were nuts. If we talked about same-sex marriage, so-called same-sex marriage, they'd say you're nuts. I'm going to predict that the reason that all this is going on is because we've left God out of the equation. Yeah, it's... uh... That's my point. It's a power. It's a powerful clip. And um, again, I think we have to go back to what you said earlier. We have to go back. We're we're really in the midst of a spiritual battle over truth, big time. And so so we'll get into what the the lies and deception are about uh, ab- about abortion as well as with COVID. But right now, it's, I think it's really important. I mean, we say a spiritual warfare, but I think people really need to understand. Sure. That this starts out in Genesis three, mm-hmm. uh, but I, but I want to say that actually it's a wonderful time to be alive. Absolutely, this, this battle has been going on for a long time. That's About right. every five hundred years, we right. have a major spiritual battle over truth. Yep. And guess what? Five hundred years after Reformation, we're having this huge spiritual battle over truth. You know, is it oh, a yeah. baby in the womb? Is it not? You know, is it is it killing a, a life or not? You know, it, the COVID does COVID the vaccine protect or doesn't it? I mean, it's all it's all about truth, and yep. so really important to understand that. Um, and God always has better plans than we do because we just had the 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 Dobbs decision. Um, That's right, but there's much more work to be done. And so we have to stand for the truth. And so, um, you know, currently we're living in a medical dictatorship based on lies and half truths. And so again, that's in the Bible it's, and we have to understand that and, and that we have to recognize that we can do nothing without God. This is really a spiritual warfare. We're not fighting Biden and Fauci and the rest we're fighting evil. And, and, you know, the vast majority of people don't know they're cooperating with it. Yeah. But there are some that do. Um, so, and that's a, well, for God to just, well, well that what sets, happens. That, so, yeah, that sets the stage for um, Mr. Bi- President Biden's executive order to protect access reproductive health care. Give me a break. The HHS announces guidelines to clarify 
that emergency medical care includes abortion services. You are intimately involved in this, Doc, in in the sense of defending the right to the unborn. Tell us exactly what this is all about. So uh, I'll just do briefly because I want to get back to this truth because I think it's really important. Good board, truth is, yes. Understand that. Um, but basically, this is yet another untruth. So what they're claiming yeah. is that uh, an ectopic pregnancy surgery, so a woman has an ectopic pregnancy, um, and it, what basically, basically what that is is a the, the baby is formed outside the womb, mm-hmm. so it can't survive. But because it's forming outside the womb, it gets blood supply and that blood supply is suddenly outstripped. And so there's bleeding and it's, you know, it's a catastrophic emergency. The, the mother will die without uh, surgery. And there's some cases where they don't, but obviously you ended up having to do surgery. So what they're trying to do is redefine that emergency surgery as an abortion. Ooh. Okay. And so, for example, the case we said back to them, uh, you know, it, again, the counter examples are. Okay, so if you're calling that abortion, then what about a woman that comes in with a gunshot wound or just like what uh, uh, Ronald Reagan was talking about, President Reagan was talking about, a woman who's severely injured and they have to cross clamp the order. So, for example, if you're shot in the chest, which is unfortunately happening in in some of our (laughs) cities and Mm -hmm. in uh, Chicago, et cetera. Um, you have to cross camp, clamp the aorta. If that woman's pregnant, that will kill the baby. But that was not the intent of the surgery. The intent right. of the surgery was to save the mother's life. So what they're trying to do is, again, it's always about redefining what terms mean, like reproductive health. How can you call it reproductive health when the baby dies and the mother has a uh, 30%, at least 30% in some cases, over hundred percent increase in suicides. And a lot of those women become infertile. So how can you call it reproductive health to have an abortion? Well, it's the same with, it's the same with, we're now going to use EMTALA, which was a wonderful bill that was passed because people uh, would show up to the ER. And if they didn't have money, they were sent to, uh, to the public hospital. And so people were dying because of it. now they're trying to weaponize that and say that anyone comes to the ER needs to have their abortion, even though it's an elective procedure, because abortion is life-saving. So just like we said, in the case of of ectopic pregnancy, that's not what the doctor dictates. They didn't say they performed an abortion. I mean, it's just lies and mystery. So we will eventually prevail, uh, but this is going to be rolled out in every state that has pro-life laws because um, that's their agenda is to lie and kill more babies. I mean, that's just basically what it is. Again, most of them don't realize that they're cooperating with Satan, but that that's the reality of what's going on. Yeah. So good. Thank so you. What that all, so, so where does this all come from? Yeah. I think where does this all come from? Good. So again, we, we live in a rel- an age of relativism. There is no truth yeah. except my own truth. My truth is my truth. Your truth is your truth. There's no absolute truth. And that's in the Bible. We've said this a couple of times. Sure. It's in John 18, 37. So when Pontius Pilate is is interrogating Jesus, he asks, uh, you know, you know, why are you here? You know, what are you here? And what does Jesus say? He doesn't say to end poverty, to save the environment. What he says for, for this, I was born. And for this, I came into the world so that I could offer testimony to the truth. Because if you don't have the truth, if, if you don't know that a baby in there is a baby and, and, and not, you know, something else, a potato, um, you, you're going to treat it differently, right? If you think it's if you think it's not a human, then yeah, go ahead and take care of it. It's just it's a it's a blob of tissue. 
So, and then what does Pontius Pilate say back to him? He, so he's looking at the truth, the word. He said, he says, quidus veritas, what is truth? That's the birth of relativism yeah. that in the Bible. And that's where we are today, where relativism has, has, has uh, claimed temporary victory, but you know it's already been defeated with the Roe versus Wade reversal, but we just got to continue this fight, as you said. We so, certainly do. So, so back to these lies, what are the lies? Well, the lies of COVID are your children are killing grandma, Lockdown, lockdowns will save grandma, <laughs> That didn't happen. Nope. Caused more deaths. Look what happened in New York with uh, with Governor Cuomo, the hero yep. of COVID. Your children will do just fine with a two week lockdown. Well, it wasn't two week lockdowns, and now there is a fifty percent increase in adolescent girl suicides. Yep. There's it's in drug overdoses. All this from the lockdowns, which didn't save any lives for the children. And your children will die unless they receive the vaccine. Well, in fact. They didn't die without the vaccine. They didn't die of COVID. And particularly now with the Omicron, which is 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 back to uh, much less lethal form than the original forms. So, but but more people, more children will have myocarditis and uh, other issues that we'll get into later. So the, there's harm. We used to do in what I always say, the prehistoric days of medicine prior to March <laughs> 20. Prehistoric medicine, we used to say, gee, you know, when you do a drug, you do a vaccine, or this isn't even a vaccine, but you do a biologic, whatever you want to call it, um, you have to do a risk-benefit ratio. It's not a financial risk-benefit ratio. Yeah. It's does the risk of the, of, of the, of the disease, uh, is that outweighed by the benefit of the, of, the, of the treatment? And does the treatment benefit outweigh its risk? So if, if you have a medication that um that kills let's say let, let's say this, this let's say the vaccine was 100% effective against people dying from covid which again we know it wasn't if it was 100% effective then you would you would say okay if there's you know if there's complications as long as it's less than 100% it's let's let's do the vaccine mm -hmm. but in children in particular they weren't dying of of COVID unless they had cancer or some other serious medical, medical condition. Uh, but more of them now are having complications, including this myocarditis, uh, which are going to cause death and disability over time. So you would say, and again, prehistoric medical days, we'd say, you know what, it's not worth it for children. And again, a lot of uh, uh, countries in Northern Europe have done the same thing under 30 you should not get the vaccine because it applies no benefit, but there's a risk. But we don't do that anymore because we have infallible truth from certain public health leaders. <laughs> so, so, um, and so the lies of abortion are: it's reproductive health, it's not a baby, um, and and actually abortion saves lives. No, it it just oh. it certainly kills. And, and what's fun, what's interesting to me, is that uh, ironic is is that all those people advocating for abortion obviously weren't aborted. Um, but the people who have survived abortion are very anti-abortion. Yeah, that's a fact. So, so, um, so who's speaking for the unborn child? Yep. Uh, these people that weren't aborted aren't speaking for it. And the people that had an abortion and survived it uh, are speaking for it. In fact, I actually treated a patient myself that she had a, they had a botched abortion. They, they was, she had twins. She had a baby. Mm. Um, uh, was aborted and she came in uh, and didn't realize she was pregnant. I delivered this baby and, um, wow. and survived and she was thrilled again. But yeah, so I mean, it, it, we just don't 
we don't tell the truth anymore. So it's really important. Again, it's it's all, it's all in the Bible. It's really important to understand this. So in Hebrews 2, 14 through 50, since therefore children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same nature that through death, he might destroy him as the power of death. That is the devil and deliver all those through fear of death were subject to lifelong bondage. What are we what are we witnessing today? Lifelong bondage, the medical dictatorship. Yep. We, you know, we, we shouldn't celebrate Christmas. We should never meet again. We got to, you know, hunker down in our, our homes. We got to be afraid of monkeypox. Oh my God. Again, medicine does not, you know, doctors, we doctors don't have power of life and death. Hang on but- a second, doc. We're going to take a quick break. <clears throat> I want to also talk about the new CDC COVID guidelines, throwing out quarantine allowing for the benefits of natural immunity. Something you talked about a long time ago about immunity. Let's get into that because two and a half years later, the Federal Health Agency is acknowledging all this. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, Here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. Dr. French sitting in for Jesse today. I mentioned that the Center of Disease Control Prevention, we call it the CDC, issued new guidelines um, for COVID-19, saying that individuals exposed to someone with COVID-19 do not need to isolate themselves if they do not have any symptoms, according to new guidelines. The CDC also acknowledges that some people are not at a significant risk of infection due to, drum roll, natural immunity, my gosh, and that the COVID is likely here to stay like other diseases, like the flu. Doc, this is everything you've said. Now, I'll leave one more thing and give your comments. The new rules now treat those who are not up to date on COVID vaccines the same as those who are up to date on COVID vaccines. What's going on here, Doc? Well, again, like we said before, the truth eventually comes out. Yeah. And so, uh, as we said earlier, yeah, natural immunity is always superior than vaccine immunity. And 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 almost, uh, it's over 80% of children already have a natural immunity with Omicron. Mm-hmm. And remember, they never didn't want to ever talk about natural immunity. Uh, and uh, in all these cases we presented, and that's why we would win these cases, because we had the truth behind us, yes. they didn't. Well, God and bless. They're finally you. having to admit it, and so that's um, good. That's good. So, so it's good. So truth eventually prevails. But I want to continue down this road of um, it's really important for us to understand that this it's it's not just a spiritual battle over truth. It's been weaponized mm-hmm. uh, in our current age. And so, so for example, when I just I just did Hebrews two uh, fourteen through right. fifteen. So why was there an incarnation? Why is there a shroud of Turin? Why were there? Uh, why are there the 21st century Eucharistic miracles? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yes, yeah, we know signs point to something else. And that what 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 Jesus is trying to do through the Bible and through tradition and these miracles is to show us that we actually have eternal souls mm-hmm. and bodily death has been defeated. And that's what people forget. And what happened with this COVID was everyone was convinced, you know, they were going to die. And early on, we weren't sure how many people were. But again, what they lost sight of is that your soul still lives on. And 
if it's true, as we have with this evidence, with the Shroud of Turin being the, uh, the evidence showing it that it is the burial cloth of Jesus, which is evidence of the resurrection. In the 21st century Eucharistic miracles are actually also a sign of the resurrection because it's living heart tissue. So it shows that we do have, we do. So then it's really important that you end up in the right destination because we're only on this planet a short period of time. So they try to distract us. And again, the beauty about fear is it does two wonderful things. Number one, it makes people's uh, higher brain function shut down. So you do anything to save your life. When a lion's attacking, you do yeah. whatever to save your life, right? right. So if you're all, we're all going to die from COVID, you know, give us, you know, take over, you, you, you run my life, uh, yeah. you know, whatever you guys say I'll do because I'm going to die. And I, and no, obviously we all are afraid of death. Uh, secondly, what it does is it um, chronic stress um, causes a couple of effects. Number one, uh, it, uh, it, you know, chronic fear leads to chronic stress and that chronic stress leads to increase in cortisol levels, which, uh, destroys your immune system, uh, causes anxiety and depression, which again, uh, gives you a more chance of committing suicide. And it, uh, also, uh, people were more sedentary, afraid. So obesity went up and we found out that was one of the major risk factors for, for young people for the first two versions, not these latter two versions, it would increase their death rate too. So it's, it's a beautiful thing to do. And in fact, it was admitted at the British Medical Journal that they went too far with the lockdowns. It caused it to more harm That's than right. good. Yeah. This risk benefit ratio yeah. uh, that we just didn't, just never did. And so now they're having to face the music because these other countries are doing it. Yes. And there happens to be an election in November. So they want to show that they're reasonable. They'll listen to evidence. No, they have not. And that's been the problem. We're going to vastly, you know, CDC is going to try this quote unquote changing. Yeah. But if you Fauci's, um, if you read Fauci's uh, uh, farewell statement, basically, he wants to help raise the next generation. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we, we need to change. We need there needs to be oversight of government health care. Amen. Uh, because we and we need, you know, practicing doctors, yeah. real doctors, not just to uh, pontificate from on high and theoretical. We need actual practicing clinicians that aren't dependent upon NIH grants to oversee what's going on, because they, they you know, again, when the truth eventually comes out, when, when when the real history comes out about this, this has been probably the biggest public health disaster in in the history of medicine and doc um, let me jump in here because what you just said i agree totally with you and this is your business you know that being a doctor in the sense of helping you know people with their health and we didn't even talk about all the people in the last couple of years that didn't go to their doctor to get their you know their their cancer, cancer yeah, checks. yeah screening and, cancers yeah and, and, and people that died we we saw there's a, this excess death yes ten thousand percent increase in cancer reports due to go ahead it's an article but yeah let's talk about that because those are real people it's not only that but people you know early on because we thought it was going to affect everybody early on i get it for the first few months everyone was just you know worried and then we saw it was different what happened people were having their heart attacks and strokes at home because they, yes. they were they were convinced that they, if they go to the hospital, they would die. And so that's tragic. That finally went away, but, but now we're seeing the, the outcome of that. And the real issue is that what I'm worried about is What's fortunately, 
Very few children have gotten the vaccine, but there's going to be long-term consequences from these autoimmune issues mm -hmm. like the myocarditis. And there's this recent article out of, again, we can only get articles outside our country because yeah. all that, all those articles are suppressed by Dr. Infallible. And, and because <laughs> if it doesn't go with his truth, yeah. remember he said he was, he is science. He yeah. is science. I heard him say that. Science is always accurate. And, and particularly from one, from one person, science is the based on observation and it's a probability. And so you, you get to what we call the 95th percent confidence level. Well, they didn't get to that in any of these things. And, and, and now the science, the real science is showing that they were wrong about this. So, 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 so anyway, what this is showing is myocarditis is far more common in children than, than has been reported in, in the U S and that's why a lot of countries have banned vaccinations on people under 30, because the risk benefit is not there. Again, should be up to the, the mother or the father and their doctor about what to do with their children. Not so it, it it's just, that's why it's really important to understand the benefit that where this is. But I just want to connect the dots though, because again, the um, abortion is really the devil sacrament. Yeah. And, 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 um, and, and we know that historically, because prior to Jesus coming child sacrifice was prominent, they couldn't do abortions back then, right? It was really difficult. I mean, a lot of women died during the abortions and during those. So they would do child sacrifice. When Christianity came, abortion stopped. And guess what? Now we have abortion back again. And, and David DeLayden, when he did some of the, those videos, they, they saw evidence of satanic rituals. Yeah. They have, uh, they have had um, some, some former Satanists uh, have admitted that there's, um, that there's satanic rituals, they take a Eucharist and desecrate it. So just like, remember, we have, we have a crisis in our church. 70% of people don't believe in the real Ugh, presence. Horrible. Well, the devil knows it. And so that's why abortion is the anti-Eucharist celebration. So that's why, you know, God's plan is always better than us. That's why we're having this three-year Eucharistic revival because Man. we have 70% of Catholics that don't believe in the real presence. So again, again, if you don't really believe in the real presence, then you think all this is just a fairy tale that, that you, your soul doesn't, doesn't, you know, your soul doesn't exist uh, after you die and your body isn't resurrected. So that's why that's, they played on this. They we got to the point where people were so confused and uh, that, that they're following what, you know, Dr. Fauci can save yeah. us. Well, no human can save us. It's, you know, again, he's not in charge of life and death. And nope. again, and again, this idea that electrons spinning and um, around a neutron causes life. No, life is immaterial, right? The spirits, the pure spirits, the angels are our pure spirit, they're alive. They just don't have a material body. So, so God created both a material and immaterial world. And that's what we've lost sight of. And that's why this battle over the Eucharist and believing in that and understanding, that's why God has given us all these miracles of 21st century Eucharistic miracles and the shroud. That's why the shroud turns to show us this stuff exists just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Just like you know, I often use the example, the number three is an intellectual concept. It's, there's not a, a, a large three floating out in outer space. <laughs> it's an intellectual concept. It's immaterial. It doesn't have a body. Right. So we have both a body. We're in, we're in soul bodies and we've lost that. It goes back to Gnosticism. It goes back to it really, dualism. 
it goes back, it goes back to yep. uh, it, 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 this has been going on. This, we've been fighting this battle since, since Genesis. That's what's Doc, going on. When we come back from the break, you talk about outside the country. We've got a doctor in uh, Netherlands with uh, his name is Dr. Theo Shelters. His analysis in, in uh, Netherlands data found a close correlation between the fourth COVID jabs and excessive mortality rates. He's saying COVID boosters are killing one in 800 over 60-year-old men, saying that's the leading vaccine expert. My question to you, really, is why doesn't this get out to people? In other words, are, are we just sheltering uh, the information for whatever? But um, my point to you is when we come back, let's talk about the issue of the danger of the vaccine for certain types of people. I know famous Hanky Aaron, you know, 86-year-old uh, baseball player, home run run, home run king, uh, you know, within a 10-day period after he took the shot, he died. And we've seen lots of other athletes having all kinds of problems. Is this just an exception or is there a danger? And should we, getting back to our young people, parents are concerned about, should we really vaccine children? I already know what you're going to say is that we shouldn't be vaccinating children when there really isn't any uh, danger for them to die unless they had other issues in their life. So let's talk about more of that in the last segment. And then let's give them the hope, like you always do, Doc, with the Bible, with Scripture, because our hope is not in doctors like you. I'm sorry, you're not. Our hope is in this man right here, Jesus Christ. And we'll talk about that when we come back, family, here on the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back. Dr. French is sitting in for Jesse. And why am I smiling when I have to talk about this horrible thing? Because really, Doc, my, my life is short, man. Eternity is forever. We're looking on the long term, okay? But I also want to address issues that uh, concern people because health is important. In other words, we should value our life because it's given by God. It's sacred, whether it's the, the unborn baby or the adult or anyone breathing. And that's the question I'm bringing up about this doctor from the Netherlands saying that the COVID boosters are killing one in 800 over 60-year-olds, says leading vaccine expert. Is he? Could that possibly be well, there's a lot of, there's actually evidence in the United States. There's um, uh, some other people have done some um, analysis mm -hmm. uh, about excess deaths in younger people, um, not, not children, but in, uh, those within, you know, two weeks after uh, a booster yeah. uh, vaccine. Because again, we've, we've warned about this. This is, you know, un, untested long-term technology. It's experimental and, um, and. And it's, that's the problem. And, and again, and in the animal studies, they all died. Mm -hmm. um, so that they did prior to, uh, you know, prior to this version of it. So, so, and even that, you know, Dr. Malone, who was part of that, um, he, you know, he's, he's saying that, you know, there, there's issues in it and it's being covered up, you know, but again, the truth does eventually come out. Yeah. So yes, just like we've said all along, what, what the good news is, you know, God show is God showed up as a couple of times for us. So number one, Omicron is the common cold now. Now, just like just like with the common 
cold. There's yeah. there's four circulating coronaviruses, and now it's going to be the fifth. And finally, the CDC is admitting that. Yes, they are. And so the common cold still kills people, but yeah. very few. And you know, if you have cancer or whatever, so you need to talk to your doctor. But the other thing that people keep leaving out is they did the current vaccines are for the old do not work for Omicron. Right. So there's no point in getting the current vaccines because they don't work and they only have harm. So again, back to the risk benefit, exactly. there's, there's risk, but no benefit. Yep. And it does show there's, there's other studies that show that if you, that right after you get your booster is when uh, you're most likely to get COVID. And again, people in the hospital, every, almost everyone in the hospital dying of COVID has had the vaccine. Isn't that interesting? That's not working. Wow. And, and, uh, and you don't need it, particularly children don't need it for Omicron and even adults were, but again, consult with your doctor. There are going to be people that have cancer or some other issue that, that it might be helpful for, but talk to your doctor. It should be your decision. Shouldn't be mandated. Right. Um, and, and again, we got to stop the lockdowns because it's harming. Those have harmed our children far more than protected. And, and again, the suicides, the drug overdoses, the violence, all that. And, and, and again, the truth will come out. It's just, it's just a matter of time, but you know, we have to, we have to learn from this and put in safeguards so that one really uh, infallible person <laughs> can come up with, with, and really impose a medical dictatorship. We're yeah. really in the medical dictatorship. And, and we, we got to, we, we can never have this happen again. No, because again, the devil's using this fear of death. Just yes. we talked about Hebrews too, to, to, you know, you'll do anything to save yourself. And that's, that's a natural human thing. But when you're getting misinformation and they shut down anyone, we used to have debates over yeah. you know, what treatment was best, when to do it, when not, we don't do that anymore because you know, you know, science is so infallible. Well, it is, it's, it's not, it's, it's an iterative process. It's messy sometimes, just like with heart disease, we thought it was all due to clotting. We now realize there's an inflammatory component to it. You know, it, when I was, I, when I was in medical school back in the dark ages, prior to, to March of 2020, <laughs> um, th we, we, we learned that what we call dogma today, 50% would be proven not true in five years. Wow. And now we're so certain that we know that now nah, what we know now is, you know, it's never going to change. No, it's an iterative process because it's based on observation. And do you think human observation is always infallible? If you get a $10 million grant to do something, you're going to find that it works, right? Your, my treatment works and has no side effects. <laughs> and that's just, just, just human nature. And again, you have, we have mirages. That's, that's, you know, it's an optical illusion. So, so people, uh, these studies, how many studies have been retracted? So science eventually does get to the truth because again, we live in a rational world and God created a rational world so that we can understand and science will eventually point to the truth, but this sometimes takes a while. And that's what happened with COVID. You know, we remember early on, we thought everyone yeah. was going to die. Well, that was proven wrong. We thought the vaccines would work. Well, it worked for some people. The first two versions, it did probably help uh, people, uh, but it didn't, there was, it didn't help the young people and it, and it caused more harm than good. And Absolutely. so we, we just got to stop being so arrogant that yeah. we know everything 
um, and 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 be humble about yeah. about you know science is an iterative process. So that's what's going on. But the truth is finally coming. But again, it's it's really tragic that it has to. Come. We're the world's leader in medicine, and yet all these studies that are coming out. Uh, are coming out from other countries because they don't have they don't have a stricter regime yeah. uh, imposing censorship on anyone that says no wait a minute can we think about this can we really is this really the right can we have a public debate no 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 there's no need for public debate because they're infallible my truth is my it's again back to relatives my truth is true and so yeah. if you if you go against me it also goes back to you know I'm my own god you know if, sure. Dr. Fauci's always right. Anybody who goes against him is actually evil and needs to be destroyed. I Doc, let me, let me jump in again, because what you're saying makes total sense. And I think you've been pushing back for several years on this by saying, let's take a common sense approach. Let's not just, you know, sh shut our minds out of this. And I, what I've noticed about you is, is that many of these cases that you've helped people do, they, they've actually won these cases by just rationally addressing it and taking it to court, whether it's the the, the nun, excuse me, the uh, the nurses that are getting their jobs back when they were fired because they wouldn't get vaccinated, or uh, it could be kids going to school. They have a right. Or our churches were being closed, and now churches took it to court and they uh, won their case, saying no, that state doesn't have this right. It seems to me it's very important that we fight back because if this comes back again, uh, we're going to have round two. Am I onto something? Yeah, absolutely. And and again, the truth always prevails. The truth always, I mean, it's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. The truth always shines a light on the darkness. And, that, yep. and that's what's happening now. And, and we have hope. I mean, God's in charge. Man. We really are, again, it's back to we are eternal creatures. We really are. Yep. We, you know, we once we're, you know, it's a blessing to be alive and it's a blessing to be alive at this time. We get to fight against evil. We do it every 500 years is this huge Teutonic battle and, and, and devil always loses. That's and right. so, um, you know, uh, so we just got to keep that fight because God wants as many people to get to heaven as possible. And yeah. that's what we're here to do and, and, and make them see the truth that, yeah. you know, the truth always stands out. That's why we prevail. Eventually you get to a judge. That's the nice thing about our, our system right. that we set up is that <laughs> eventually a judge has, I mean, they can be as woke as they want, but eventually they have to go by the evidence and they don't have the evidence. We do just like with this Imtala thing, yeah. they don't have the evidence, you know, abortion surgery is, is not life-saving. It's like death dealing. Man. Any procedure people do to save a woman's life is not an abortion. It's not called an abortion. It's not coded as an abortion. It's 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 an incidental. It's unfortunate. And in in like in the case of an ectopic pregnancy or a septic a septic uh, uh, septic uh, shock in a woman, the baby's dead anyway. Abortion takes a live, healthy baby and kills it. That's, that's right. not what that's a fact. We're saving the mother's life because guess what? If the mother dies, yeah. the baby dies. Of course. <laughs> Of course. And I, and Doc, I want to give a plug in the last minute and a half we have uh, about your talks on the Shroud of Turin, on the Holy Eucharist. How can people, I mean, are there, is there a way they, to get you? I mean, I'm happy them to, for them to call me and I put them in touch with you, but you're still giving these presentations, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because again, that's, that's what's, that's at the, the bottom of all this is that there really was a resurrection. Yeah. We really, our body do, does, does when we die, 
Uh, that's what the near-death experiences that what the Shroud of Turin shows. And also the Eucharistic miracles in the Eucharist, it really truly is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And that's why, again, no coincidence that we're having this three-year Eucharistic revival through that's the right. U.S. Be. Yep. God's we, got a plan. We're, 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 we're going to prevail. We just got to, like you said, keep fighting. You know, as, as Joan of Arc said, I was born for this. I love you know, it. I, I love said, it. That's uh, right. So, so that's, we got to keep fighting. This and, fight's going on for, you know, millennials. And, so. Hen and Henry Newman said, God has put you into this place, a time for a specific job. He hasn't given right. anyone else to do. So we have to embrace it as God's permissive will. He's allowed us to be here. He's expecting us to do two things. One, be holy, okay, or die trying. And one of the things that Our Lady of Fatima said is that souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. So by you exercising your faith, you're helping the salvation of souls. And that in itself is generous to do. Doc, I'm going to ask you a question that I ask Jesse Romero every single day we're on, and I know you know the answer, and that is, what state should we be living in, brother? <laughs> state of grace. You got it. And see, that's the most important thing. All this other stuff that we're dealing with, it's all going to be gone. Right. And God gives us these graces. God, God, you know, look, look what happened with, yeah. with Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Look what's happening with all the truth coming out about the, the vaccination. That's right. Look about the truth about the abortion yep. industry and that it's death dealing. It, you know, it's just, it, God doesn't need us, but he wants us to participate. The, the Holy Spirit doesn't need us, but he wants. And so that's why I'm saying it's really an exciting time to be alive. I mean, because for, for 60 years, we've gone through this, uh, this, you know, this 50 years, this whole abortion yeah. regime and, and, and we were due judgment, but you know, God helped and in his Holy Spirit. And here we are. And, but now, like you said, the work is going to get more, but you know, it's exciting because it's fun to fight the devil. Not that there's aren't terrible things that are going on bad, but you know, that's, that's how we get to heaven is, is you, 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 you gotta follow, you gotta follow your God. You either follow, you know, money, power, uh, or, or you follow God. And that's really what's going on. And I think that's, and again, like, I just want to emphasize again, sure. the vast majority of people pushing this have been duped. They have no clue yep. that's really working for sake. Oh yeah. Most we call that sincerely wrong. <laughs> All right. Folks, we got Bishop Joseph Strickland coming up. Stay with us. If you don't have it on your AM station you're listening to, go to vmpr.org. Download the free app. That way you can listen to Bishop Strickland speak on our Catholic faith every week and all our other shows that we have here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. I want to thank all those who are supporting us with matching funds right now. If you want to give a donation to us, your $100 check will now be $200, up to $10,000. we got matching funds. Thank you, Jesus, for that. We can pay our bills with that. And I want to thank you for listening, and I hope and pray you can share this show with others through our podcast. Go to vmpr.org, and may God richly bless you and your family this week. And keep the faith, spread the faith, live the faith, and remember, souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray. Pray hard. God love you and your family.